0: Hey all welcome to the Awkward Mom Stage Podcast, a podcast about every stage of motherhood and everything in between. Every Wednesday, I discuss how like life, motherhood is unpredictable. Each week, I dive into topics that mothers go through in every stage. Whether you're trying to conceive a first time mom, a working mom, a stay at home mom, or somewhere in between, there's something here for everyone. I'm your host, Paula Nicole, Grab yourself a glass of water or wine, whichever suits your day, and get ready, because the Awkward Mom stage starts now. This podcast is made possible by listeners like you and by Anchor. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest and fastest way to make a podcast. I'm no tech genius, and I had very little funds or help when putting together my podcast and Anchor saved the day. For one, it's free. That was a biggie for me and has creation tools for you to record, edit, or even import your podcast right from your phone or computer. Anchor will distribute your podcast for you, so you can be heard on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and many more. You get to start earning before your podcast even gets a huge following. It's literally everything you need to create your podcast all in one place. Don't wait, start your podcast with the ease of the Anchor app. Trust me, if I can do it, so can you. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Always remember you're beautiful, Lola. Lola
1: Nicole is recording the call. Sweet. Got
0: it. Yeah.
1: It's so exciting to know that in two weeks we'll be able to actually do an episode together face by face with some wine and coffee or maybe just wine or maybe just coffee. (laughs) Maybe I'll come up with a new cocktail that's wine and coffee together. <laughs> wine
0: coffee? That sounds terrible.
1: Well, listen, it's better than just putting a nip of Jameson in your morning brew, so I need to just figure out <laughs> something that has, like... I mean, that the,
0: seems acceptable to me. I don't, I don't how that's not acceptable.
1: The of wine and then just, like, the flavor of coffee. I was listening to something the other day and I guess, like, the Gen Z kids are kind of, like, roasting us millennials about our coffee addiction. So there's oh these God. memes. Yeah, there's these memes going around where there's, like, these Gen Z kids. And on yeah. the meme, it's like, this is what a millennial looks like before they have their morning A's coffee. And it's like, you know what? <laughs> Y'all have had the luxury oh of God. the internet at your fingertips and health and everything else. So you little motherfuckers can shut the fuck up. Yeah, we need coffee. Like... First of all, we have to keep up with whatever trend y'all want to set, because obviously to do anything, we have to be still on par with whatever their age demographic is doing. I personally don't have the energy for endless TikTok dancing. So, yeah, I need
0: coffee. Man, I got to do the simple stuff. I got to do the... The outfit TikToks. I can't. I don't have the, the zest, the energy that these kids have for these new dance moves. I'm just like, what is well, happening?
1: Well, first of all, they're not even that good. I'm not trying to be a bitch, but most of it's like elbow arms, like
0: elbow. What the arms, fuck are y'all doing? So, chiming, throwing some pork, right, in Like, right.
1: And then like stirring a pot. Like, what are y'all really doing? Because like, if we're out in this bitch doing the macarena, just let me know because I already know the steps.
0: Like, bitch, and the macarena.
1: I'm just, I feel like every time I watch TikTok, I'm at like a rando birthday party where everybody wants to do the electric slide, but I don't know Uh the fucking feet work. Like it's, that's what it feels like to be, uh, for me to be a millennial on TikTok, but you know, we are, today we have a topic and we're not here to talk about TikTok, we're here to talk about other things, but what I'm saying is I love TikTok,
0: but I'm older than a motherfucker to be
1: out here dancing with my
0: arms, that's all I'm saying. We have to be professional and stay on par. Yeah, uh, part of know. the problem with that is I don't know like I was going through my notes trying to like, you know, clear up some space, do the adult thing, clean up your crap. And I don't know if I deleted. Oh I no. Oh
1: no. Okay, well,
0: um I didn't so have to my, go backup. Into my backup. So it's I'm okay. Just gonna, I'm I don't even bounce need bounce off of you. I
1: don't think you need the notes. I think today we're here to talk about body dysmorphia, body positivity body, body positivity, body body positivity, right? That sounds <laughs> like a yogurt. That sounds like, like a yes it does. <laughs> a yogurt <laughs> or body like positivity? are you are you su- are you suffering from body dysmorphic disorder and Instagram comparison syndrome? Try this. Body positivia, like that's what it sounds like. But
0: promo code no,
1: <laughs> <laughs> no, it is that we are just wanna pop in to talk about body image in general, whether it be good, bad, your relationship with your body and all those things. Um because you know, we've had some I feel like we've had some really good discussions about it. Uh so let's just um I'll start with because I have a show note. Instagram's definition of body positivity like can we get into that because I just want to say sometimes what I feel like Instagram is trying to peddle you as body positivity is like hot bitches that literally went from being skinny to being like ideal body size curvy maybe 150 pounds like oh I gained 35 pounds look at me I'm accepting myself but it's like you just morphed into something more perfect like I don't make it make sense to me
0: um like cg cgi models or something now like on instagram i'm sorry what yeah where is it i was just on instagram this morning and i scrolled and i stopped and i was like ma'am excuse me and it's literally where is this thing i sent it to myself but see that's what i'm saying like who thinks that we need
1: this like when somebody's like oh yeah let me think about what bitches need on instagram oh you know what they need more issues with their body because now the models that we're going to use aren't even human beings.
0: right like, <laughs> like legitimately what? not real. It's not a real person. It's um so Another like,
1: thing, I feel like we're starting to get to the point where it's like this odd mixture of people who are like, yeah, I want to keep it all the way real. Here's my stretch marks, here's my pimples. And then there's the other side of that where it's like nothing about me or anything in my life is real and you know, that's just what I'm serving up. And um, it's so interesting.
0: Like, we're just in a really interesting place. Um, Here it is. Mick. Yes. Yeah. Mick, Mick Zazon. I think that's how you say her name. I don't know if I'm saying that right. But yeah, she posted on Instagram. There is a thing called CGI models where digital creators have started making models that look like real people. I'm about to send it to you right now. It's is, look- is like in an effort to not have to pay for campaigns because if that's the Well, case. no, they're paid creators. They are paid creators on Instagram and they've done things for Fenty, Louis Vuitton, Calvin Klein, Balmain, like wow. across the board. Like people are legitimately paying these digital creators for these Instagram uh, influencers whom are not real. Like they digitally created these models. So a fucking avatar. Right. It, yes. It is Great. literally an avatar. Okay. As a person. She God. is a model.
1: As if we didn't have enough going on. Let me see what we got. Right. Like, as if. As if we don't have enough shit happening already.
0: When I look at that CGI model and you tell me if, if you just was scrolling on Instagram and you scrolled past her, you would assume that was a real person. That is not a real person. That is a digitally created model. Wait, this
1: girl's not real at all. This Mick Zazzler. No.
0: Not? Oh no, Mick is. Yes. No, the girl. Oh, next oh, to the her. other day. I was like, right. wait a
1: minute. Now I was like, her body looks <laughs> I was so like, real. Wait a like, minute. I, yeah. Wow. Yeah, but the, no, but yeah. that tall girl next to her. No.
0: No. That that is a CGI model that was digitally created on a computer. Oh, that's so weird. Yeah. Like, look at how real they look wow scrolling and seeing thousands of those on your instagram feed as a teenager (laughs) or a middle school girl or a woman just
1: having a hard time with her body because we do that
0: sometimes you're just like oh my god look at her she's so perfect and it's like yeah she's perfect because she's not real but they have like real names and like they're caught, it's weird they're...
1: though because like I'm dating right now like kind of Actively you know out there A little bit a little tiny bit And um I don't have like a I don't have a bad body so I'm not gonna say That But what I am gonna say is Like it's not a perfect body By any means I guess whatever standard Of internet perfection Um it's it's a normal Postpartum soft body And like Men seem to really be here for it. So it's like, I don't know who's peddling this idea of perfection because it's just, um,
0: the media. I'm sure,
1: I'm sure there are people that do love it, but I'm going to tell you, I feel like I bought more stuff since companies have started doing the whole thing where it's like, see a model in your size. Um, so well, you I, to I definitely a
0: hundred pounds, five foot one. Also, Ari blue-eyed model. Like I,
1: I like swear, Ari is on my manifestation board because I love the way they they do shit and I love what they're doing right now because I, I really love them and I would really love to like be a partner at some point or like do a campaign, even if I wasn't a, a partner. I, I would love that because nothing gets me going more than seeing girls with real bodies and real stretch marks even skinny girls and real uh, dim- dimples and pimples on their ass in a swimsuit because that is what that's we look like at the thing. beach that is they what we never look show, like. like we skinny look...
0: girls with stretch marks
1: nope i love it. Is, I've like, it i've been seeing it i've been seeing it so
0: much have no stretch marks and it's like Mm-mm. that's not true i've had stretch marks since i was 14 when i had a girl listen skirt, so Shanta,
1: you made me feel so fucking normal i feel like we were probably 19 years old and i was like oh my god i have stretch marks everywhere because i was heavy set mm-hmm. and like got boobs early and everything else. So I'm just like, I have stretch marks everywhere. It's so annoying. It's unattractive and this and that. And you just like pulled your dress up to the side and you're like, uh, this is my ass. And you were probably 135 pounds. And in my mind, I, I had never ever seen a flawed skinny body, not a flawed skinny body. I, I, I had never seen a normal skinny body like nude body or otherwise
0: just like or edited perfect. to death. No, yeah. I've
1: never seen it. And so for you to be 135 pounds, just like and I feel like your butt is much bigger now than it was. Then like mm-hmm. a little bit of butt, like a skinny that butt is big now. That thing's like a pillow, y'all. But mm-hmm. um mm-hmm. snack booty. Um, yeah, no, it was a small butt and it had stretch marks on it, and I just I couldn't believe my eyes. And like, not to obviously describe the inner workings of your ass cheeks to people on the <laughs> internet, but like it was a it was like a real deal deep real stretch mark. It wasn't like the ones when you got pregnant and you were like, look at my one stretch mark. And it's literally like a one centimeter dash (laughs) that looks like a piercing scar gone wrong. Like not that, like real, you don't have any fucking stretch marks on your belly. You can just eat it. Like, stop it right now. Um, but no, on your, on your butt and thighs, I was just really like, it made, it made everything in the world feel kind of more normal to me because I'm like, Oh, this is everyone. This is not just me. Um, but now Now being able to just kind of see what people really look like because somebody wanted to call bullshit on like the Victoria's Secret model of marketing, I'm so thankful to the people that were like, "Yeah, fuck this," because no, like, no, I want some real representation. I want to see some real stuff, and like, that's so important. And I feel like if I would have been a teenager seeing that, it would
0: it would have just been so much different. Real social media back in the day, right? Like back in the day, we had like MySpace. But I mean, even that. MySpace, even we that. were we were
1: late teens. We were out
0: of high school. Yeah, we yeah. didn't the
1: social media in high school for us, which we what were in we high school, in school from two thousand to two thousand four. We we passed Notes in middle school. What do you mean? What did we have? We had our AIM hand in some jelly rolls. That's what. we No, we had, no, we had a box full of jelly rolls. School, did it? What was? Oh no, aim yeah, AIM? aim chat was in middle school. Oh yeah, girl. Yeah,
0: yeah, so girl. That's what We had aim chat and um and notes. <laughs>
1: KF picture
0: two. Star Star. You had to take that picture. Could you even upload back then? Mm. I can't even remember how In eighth grade, girl, I, I
1: in eighth grade I had to put a picture of myself on a project. I had to use the scanner at my mom's job, scan the picture to myself, save it onto a disc.
2: Yes, we had the disc.
1: Yeah. Put, to put the disc, disc in, the in the computer there. and then remove it.
0: God, I feel like a fucking dinosaur. Um, so imagine trying to edit a photo back then. You can't, so everybody basically looked like what they look like.
1: Oh, no, we were ugly as hell in our fucking stupid white eyeliner and dumb outfits. Like, we we looked terrible there. We did not look like we were unit, though. Hell, oh no, we were all ugly together. Like, we all of us all went. Ugly together. Oh, yeah, we all went from 11 to 15 looking like pure shit.
0: But races now, and acne met, and weird bodies what, and like. What happened to me if I grew up now, like, with social media and what it is and what you think women look like and everything else? When it's you're weird because up.
1: I feel like it has made the girls a little bit more confident, but then they also. It's like they they are seeing girls that look like them, but then they're also seeing Kylie Jenner at her right. at her age, being like as adult and advanced as she is. Because that's the thing too. We're in the era of the teenage millionaire. That shit wasn't really a thing when we were kids. Like we were all broke as hell on our parents' dime, and like the rich kids. You knew they were rich because they had like a monogram LL Bean backpack and like an expensive sweater. Like, you knew they were rich because they had good shoes on. But it's like these kids can full blown, they're full blown rich off of YouTube and like all sorts of other like random shit, TikTok and Vine when that was a thing and everything. So, like, they're looking at people that are their age that are millionaires. And that's, that has to be really weird too.
0: But then they're also looking at, what they're doing to their bodies at such young ages like they're not even waiting for them to like finish doing what I think they're that's doing what bums they're me out. like
1: i'm i am so about plastic surgery get the botox if you want it buy tits but like when you're when you're actually done like please don't go under the knife at 16 years old like your right. your body is not even done your hormones are not even done like you don't even know what your body is going to
0: settle out to be like it just please I feel like even at nineteen, like things are No,
1: my listen, dude, my body has changed so much from between twenty five and thirty-five. Even before I had kids, like my body had changed so much, whether it was like from fitness or from whatever. But it's like especially now that I have had children, it's like my hips are different, like my every everything is different. Everything is settled into a different place. So it's like your body is ever evolving. I just feel like you should get to a place where you're a little bit older and more developed to make that choice. I think that 16 is very young to be going to get plastic surgery. Yeah, like
0: 16, 17, 18, 19. I mean, even 20. Like with the amount of Botox and stuff they're getting. And my thing is like, like, if you're 18, if
1: you're 19 years old and you're an A cup and you've been an A cup and you can do it, get it because like you're not going to get tits. Like you're right. Even if you even if you have a baby and breastfeed and everything else, like you might go up to a C, and then they're going to deflate back down to some really sad sack B's, and you're still going to be flat chested. like, so by all means. You're either like,
0: going to to love your breasts for the size that they are, or you're going to or You're going to augment gonna grow, them. and you're going to be like, okay, I want to change them a little bit. But I if you're not, 18
1: you know. with some fucking perky C cups, some perky D cups, and you're like, oh, you know what? I'm going to go under the knife because I want to be a little... Ah, 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 ah. Don't you do it. Like Don't you lie. do it. Back away. Don't realize the greatness that you really are living in. Take that shirt off and shake it around because I'm going to tell you right now, don't do it. You're not for what? Like, you don't need to. It's literally y'all are perfect. Like, that's the thing that I think I, you know, just from listening to like Brianna and Shelby talk, one thing that I can say about them is like, I think they are confident in what they look like. Um, I think, oddly enough, it's so funny because I love looking at pictures of them because they know that they are pretty. With us, we were kind of, like, seeking outside validation because it was, like, in a weird way. you Even the movies, like, all of the movies or whatever, it was, like, girls being, like, chosen by boys and, like, waiting for boys to tell them they were pretty. Girls yeah. these days aren't about that shit at all. They know they're they're like, oh, fucking I, no, they fucking fly. They know. dress cute. They know they fucking look good. They, like, you know, their friends know they look good, they hype each other up. Nothing. Honestly, I have never seen anything like oh, the like 14 like home girls up. Listen, well, that thirteen that 13 through 18 demographic on Instagram. Nobody loves their friends like those those girls love their friends. Their their you friend like literally queen, drops a picture. Harder, harder, harder. Listen. They're cracking knuckles, warming those fingers up because they are about to hype their homegirl the fuck up. Oh, my God. You are such a babe. Oh, marry me. You are so amazing. You are so beautiful. Hard eyes, hard eyes, hard eyes, stars, stars, fire, 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 fire. I'm like, oh, shit. Oh, <laughs> like, um, I feel yeah, more confident. like Ring emojis and, and, and brides like, Oh, you know, I got to wipe that. I'm like, what the hell? These girls don't wait for the boys at all. They're not worried about it. They literally are so bomb. Like they're so bomb. They're confident. They're so cool. Like it's, it's really crazy. Like they, they really, we're coming into our own at this age. They already know who they are and they're 17 and 16. It's, it's crazy where they're just like no, like having a conversation because she, Shante has a teenage daughter, and um, she is sixteen. We have conversations sometimes, and it's it's like talking to an adult with an attitude. It's um, it's amazing. Oh, oh, just a tiny
0: adult, like they're so
1: they're so smart. They, I mean, from everything to like fashion to politics, they want to talk about everything. These
0: kids, they're so. I love They're how, so smart. Like, yeah, like how into it they are. Like they know it. They're like this is this is how we feel. Okay, this is what and, we it's, deserve. and it's not
1: and it's not just it's not just body image with them though. Like they are impressive in a way where it's like body image, oh yeah, we got that down. Mental health, we talk about it. LGBT, we don't sweat it. People like who they like. Like it is it is insane. I'm like, "Oh, as the generation that is older and the generation that basically birthed and raised them i just have to give us a pat on the back cuz these kids are fucking cool they're so cool and honestly they're cool because we're cool we we kind of all as parents were like oh no the stuff that some of the stuff that our parents did that format does not work so we're going to throw that all yeah. out the window like, for we're for gonna throw sure, that out the sure. window. We're not gonna do that stuff because honestly, I can remember being a young teen girl being talked to about dieting.
0: Yeah. And yeah, when I went to that modeling thing, when the thing, right?
1: That's did. what I'm saying. And like, anybody, any of the women that will be listening to this, just we'll, oh. I, okay, I probably can't say the name because obviously we're small, but I still don't want get, to get sued at some point. But there was a modeling agency that almost all of us, all of us, wanted to be a part of because mm-hmm. we all thought we were going to be rich and be models. Mm-hmm. And all they did was take your money, give you yeah. three little headshots and photographs and basically tell you, if you if you can get yourself up to 5'10 and down to 85 pounds, you will be so famous. Right, And they don't say those words, but in a roundabout way, that's what's being said. And that was what was being peddled to us early on. Like, right. What's I, going
0: on with your diet? What are you eating at home right now? Right. Like, um, mm-hmm. <laughs> regular stuff? Like, uh, mm-hmm. what are you saying? Well, I just, Not I, good. I just feel like Not maybe if we can get you good. down to a, a waist size, right. I think things will yeah. go better. You're in a medium right now. Now if we can get you down to a small no, no, I wasn't even. Well no, see, small. they don't even they don't even word it. They small. don't
1: word it like that. They're just like, oh well most of the sample sizes are between a double zero right. and a two. So if you wanna really be famous and do shows and that kind of stuff, then those, you know, you'll be able to fit in those sizes. And then if you wanna do catalog, catalog is usually Um, between four and six and then for the plus size and misses it's a size 10 because I remember being told that in etiquette class which mind you I have always been tall and thick my entire life so for somebody to tell me at you know I don't know 12 years old oh yeah you could be so famous you have a pretty face and look at all that red hair you could be so famous if you were just skinnier
0: Right. Great. Thanks. What
1: the fuck? Um no. No. So yeah.
0: I feel like as a generation. Remember when I was a a zero? Yes. Remember when I was a double zero? When I got those pants? When you when
1: you were a double zero and you wanted to do um maxim and they were just kind of like five pounds and you would be perfect. And you were so small. So small. Like, y'all, Paris Hilton with the low-rise jeans, like, hip bones. That's what right. they were trying to get. And she was, like, maybe three pounds away from it. And they were just kind of like, mm, you've got, you got some fat on your body. You're a just human being really. that breathes. And you've got a little bit of just, like, normal teenage fat on you. But it's gross and we don't like it.
0: That's why I have such terrible eating habits now. Like, be from altering my diet so many times as a younger girl to then getting being an adult and then trying to figure out like what body I'm comfortable in. And now I'm like, okay, well, how do I eat for that? Because I've been eating for, you know, double zero over here for the last, you know, however long. Right. And so you don't, um,
1: I don't know. It definitely makes for some interesting um,
0: eating habits and just patterns overall. I'm supposed to avoid a legal snag by telling you that you're being recorded.
1: Oh, yeah, yeah. I'm not, I mean, I know that I'm being recorded. Like, I I joined the meeting willingly.
0: So. Steven, save that.
1: <laughs> we
0: don't have a Steven.
1: <laughs> Damn the it. Steven. You're I'm the sure Steven of this podcast.
0: and one will just pop up for me.
1: Nope, I don't think that's how that works. I think, you know, we got to... Do a little more and then uh, hire someone. Yeah. At some point in this time, you are so up to date with everything that's happening. I feel like I'm on the internet. And if you ask me anything about politics, I can answer you because I'm like always listening to like Pod Save America and I'm on Twitter and like Twitter is, you know, I love it. First of all, I love Twitter. I'm an OG Twitter head. I love it so much. So I'm there. And like, there's a constant stream of like news and jokes and other stuff but i don't know i you can choose what you want to see and in that regard i'm um you know it's it's perfect it's like the perfect feed now like tweaking out weirdos and like deleting people and whatever so I there's a lot of stuff that I don't know. Like I feel like you teach me something about the internet every single time we start talking about the internet. You teach me something like CGI models. I had no idea that, that was even a thing. No. I don't know how you know so much about the internet
0: all the time. Um from I've I've I started to follow more body positive women, which I I I was actually following more than I thought I was, and didn't really realize it because my feed has been so oversaturated. Like I told you, it's literally been young, single, or young childless blonde bloggers in my feed. Which yeah, that's. You know, and like we have nothing, you know, obviously they're great, whatever, they have cute style, but like it doesn't resonate with me at all because we're not the same size. We don't have the same lifestyle. We don't have the same, you know, interests for the most part. So, what's the point? It's just making me sad because I'm not, I can't fit XYZ or I'm too short or I'm too old or I'm too tall or I'm too old. Yeah, you Never yes, sure. you
1: are you are so upset. First of all, being tall is lit. I don't I don't understand the tall shade. I don't get it. Like there's there's nothing uncool about being tall. Like you hate it. I'm feeling all right about it. I like it. I got long legs. I'm vibing with it. I think it makes me look good in clothes. And it makes it so that I can, like, carry my weight proportion in a way that I like. Gradually, over time, I feel like now my paperwork for stuff, I'm, like, putting that I'm taller and taller. And the other day, the lady was like, how tall are you, 5'10"? I was like, no, I think I might be 5'9". She was like, oh, you wrote 5'10". I was like, I think I might want to be 5'10". Like, I, I'm i not 5'10", I'm 5'9". But, yeah, I don't know. And she was like, oh, yes, yeah, five says 5'10 on this paper. And I was like, yeah, I'm lying. I'm not. I wish one more inch. I like it. I don't know. It's alright with me. It's interesting though, because in the dating realm, I told you every man five nine. So don't believe the hype, ladies. They're either six four or they're five nine, and there's really no in between. So if he says no. that he's exactly six foot, that's a lie. So
2: he's five eleven and a half. <laughs> you gonna
1: get there. That man is about to be a cool five ten. So prepare yourself. Like just know that a six foot man is a myth. In most instances. Yeah, i just...
0: So. I don't know. For me, I just feel like... But yeah, for you, now, you, you would
1: want to be short, I think. Short well, is
0: now, as I Is I that the older, vibe? It's just... You no. Know, well, I mean, I feel like when you're shorter, you're just thicker naturally because your proportions are different. But, like, for me, now, as I get older, I feel like it's more so just me finding... For one, clothes that I can fit that don't make me look stupid because it just makes me feel even dumber about being tall. Like... There's nothing worse than buying pants and they don't fit you because you're too tall for them. Like,
1: Oh, yeah. And I mean, everyone should wear what's what's appropriate for their body. Because, honestly, when you see short girls with the wrong size jeans on, they look like baby Maggie. Like, everybody looks crazy when their clothes don't fit well. That's not even, like, a body type thing. That's just, you know, how clothes are. (laughs) <laughs> like they but I just feel it. like
0: for me, it was just really traumatizing to be tall when I was young because I got picked on for being tall and lanky and not being womanly shaped oh. and everything else for the longest. So it's just a really, it's a real sensitive subject for me, my height.
1: But like, what's a womanly shape? Because every woman has a different shape.
0: I don't know. But you know, back in the day when they're like, oh yeah, you're not, you're not a woman yet because you, you don't have, you don't have curves, you don't have Boobs, you don't have blah, blah blah blah. So, you know, back in the day when they were like picking on you for that kind of stuff, now it's like you know you don't have contour or no and job or whatever. Uh, yeah, I um
1: a womanly shape. You know, the thing about that is that that every. But I'm always having... one of the
0: more shapely body. Yeah, I can. Understand the only reason I had a slim one was because of the whole modeling thing. Only to be told later on after I did all that dumbass dieting and everything else that I was not tall enough, even though I was tall. So, which is crazy because now
1: you can be a model at any size, any body type. It's just
0: about you know the vibe that you put off, and I mean, which is great because you know you have so many women now that girls can look up to. Whereas when we were younger, we ain't had nobody to look up to that like looked like us, like. I no, nobody
1: to to a stretch mark. No, nobody was flaunting that. It was airbrush generation.
0: Yeah, it was like, hush, hush. Like, wasn't nobody sharing that information with you? No.
1: I feel like every once in a while, maybe there would be like a Teen Vogue um, little Q&A where it was like, what can I put on my stretch marks to make them go away?
0: And well, they would well, yeah, you tell always, you like, tell how you to get like, rid of them.
1: Right, that and like stupid stuff like putting self tanner on them to make them look less, which for a lot of people I know didn't help. It made
0: it look It made awkward. them worse. Right. But yeah, like, like it just made them stand out like stripes. So it's no. Though no, what was that stuff I used to use? What was that stuff I used to use? They used to the get it all over everything. No. The stuff I used to get from Walgreens or whatever before we would go out when I would wear certain stuff and I was like, and I to stretch my shit show. So I will go get that that um, Sally Hansen it sprays on. Oh its legs my god up. that
1: spray on legs that that yes. whatever that damn tan
0: spray was. <laughs> I forgot about that. I used to that. get that spray you on legs or I used, used to wear to my um, wing house leggings or wing house stockings because like, they like smooth you out.
1: Which was so funny because like mm. you did not need to get smoothed out. You were fine. But it's just weird. Just weird stuff but even you you have a scar on your leg and I feel like for the longest you were like oh no I don't wear shorts and I was
0: like what do you mean
1: you're like oh "Oh,
0: no absolutely not
1: (laughs) I have this scar on my knee so I don't wear shorts and I was like no it's so hot I can't even I can my brain can't process what you're saying I don't understand I um because at that time I feel like I was over 200 pounds and like wearing whatever shorts who cares how short shorts Real hot girl life. So I yeah, understand. I was just like,
0: oh my god, those shorts are so cute, but I could never.
1: Yeah, I'm like, you should the really put on some on shorts legs. because yeah, I'm like nobody, nobody cares about your knee. Like nobody no, cares about really
0: you. Like it's gross. <laughs> nobody wants to see it, yucky. I'm
1: like, you should just really put some shorts on. It's just gonna free mm-hmm. your life. It just put them on. It's fine. You're gonna be fine. You're not gonna die. And I feel like the first time you wore shorts, it was so
0: awkward, and you were so awkward. And like, I was just like, what's happening? And I feel like somebody asked me, like, oh, what happened to your leg? And I was like, I, they were like, oh, it looks like a bullet hole. And I was like, yeah, I got shot in the leg. Yep, that's exactly what happened. <laughs> yeah, I they were like, that somebody for said the something about it.
1: And I'm, I'm never wearing shorts again. I'm like, oh, my God, who cares, though? Like, why do you care? It doesn't even matter who is that person even. What difference does it make?
0: That so, person. Now important. everyone thinks I got
1: shot. I care. Oh, my God. So dramatic. And it's just like, now... Now you're, you'll wear shorts, you know, very freely skirts and everything else, but I couldn't believe it. You were just like, oh, I don't show my legs. I'm like, yeah, no, you got to just let your body flow. You got to free that up. You got to free that up off your mind. Like put something on, let your legs show. It's fine. You don't need Sally Hansen spray legs. Just let's just go out.
0: Oh no, I have to spray myself before I put my bathing suit on. This has (laughs) to get covered up. I look disgusting
1: that, young the young mind though. I don't know what it is about being like in your teens and early twenties where you just you and your body are not on a good page. Like I don't know. I don't. I don't understand why it takes so long to come into your own. About I mean, at least for me personally, because some people really, you know, they got it together and they're owning it. And I'm like that. That kind of confidence is so cool to me. I think that's awesome. I feel like
0: now in this generation like with like Brianna and her friends and stuff it's easier and more welcome for them to be open about like their feelings and what they want and we also parent differently so that also opens our kids up to be able to feel more open about things that they're sharing and not judged and everything else because I feel like that plays a big part in it too well yeah
1: nobody wants to say anything when they feel like judgment is going to If you're if you know you're gonna be met with judgment, you're not even gonna say anything to anyone,
0: right? You're just gonna be like, "Never mind, man. Like, just I'm not forget it. Just
1: forget it, right?"
0: And then you end up learning stuff in the streets, and like, that's not where you. That's not what you want to do.
1: No, it's not. It really isn't. So, it's really not where you want your kids to learn anything.
0: You don't want them learning nothing about their body in the streets, like no, uh, nope.
1: Please learn no about no that at no,
0: home. and
1: I feel like it starts younger and younger with what the kids know and what they've seen. It's really terrifying for somebody who has really young kids. It's scary. Like I don't know, man. Uh It's really crazy. Man. I feel like you've sent through some good body positive accounts to me. A lot of uh, the fitness girls that I follow now aren't really on like a journey to be
0: uh, shredded.
1: No, they're, they're more not like a healthy like, journey. Well that and it's really gotten fun to see them kind of like in their athlete bag where it's like a lot of these girls are really amazing, athletic, strong girls. So then they're doing, you know, like cool stuff, skateboarding and like bike riding. Like quarantine has brought out the hobbies and everybody doing gymnastics. Like one of the fitness girls that I follow is like a Tumblr and she is amazing. And uh it's been fun to watch her do
0: her thing on instagram i feel like a lot of girls now are starting mainly like women are starting to want to be more body positive we have normal bodies like this isn't something where we're born these perfect airbrush dolls and the only time you're scarred and flawed is if you're out here ruining your own life like that's not how this works everyone's body like is their body and it progresses the way it progresses and it changes the way it changes and what kind of weirdo doesn't expect your body to change after children or after age or weight gain or whatever it's gonna change like everything changes especially if it's changing in a size
1: i don't know i feel like it's definitely cool for people to be able to see
0: more relatable content Sure, I feel like that was why I had to go on one of those cleans on my Instagram and just, like, go through it and really clean it out. Because I just feel like I was seeing a lot of, like, really young girls achieving stuff and all this other stuff. And I'm like, well, I'm working towards it, but I'm older, so I'm not, that I'm not there yet. So, it's just making me sad. So, then I'm judging myself. So, it's, like, a whole cycle. And I'm like, yeah, maybe I should just follow accounts that make me happy feel like good. if I'm not yeah like if I'm looking at it and I'm there's a difference in a good jealousy that's pushing you towards like your dreams and goals and then you just really shitting on yourself hard because yeah you don't, t- like, don't want
1: to take in content that makes you feel like shit like that I don't want to do that and that's why I'm, whatever doesn't make me feel good on my feet I have to let it go like it's just thankfully at this point I feel like it really is down to like people I enjoy following I really I like my feed right now It's a lot of cool fashion stuff. It's a lot of food stuff. There's some mom stuff in there. I really fitness. I like it where it's at right now. But like, there was a time, especially right after I had Peyton, because I was so fit before I had him right after I had him, I thought I was going to bounce back so quick and be like right back to being so snatched. And like when I did not drop weight while breastfeeding, like everybody made it seem like you would. Um, um, oh it depressed me so bad. And then looking at other fitness moms who had really bounced back and looked sometimes better than they did before they had their baby,
0: my Instagram feed made like me feel. I feel that's another thing with Instagram is just you're only seeing the good stuff. So mm-hmm. of course you're gonna. Well, I mean, with the exception of people you know who are trying to be more positive and real and all that stuff, but like for the most part, like there's a lot of beautified. Airbrush, perfectly altered, only posting the good stuff, feeds on it. Well, air.
1: and when I had pain, that was 2017. So, like, it wasn't really, it's not, it was not the body positive vibe now that it, like, then that it was now. It was, it was starting to be like, it had a little just bit,
0: started in like 2016, I think. Or something no,
1: like. it was all about the, like, look at me, I'm snapped back. Like, yeah, I'm like lit. The, the I'm mom snapped mom back. Look snapped how, back. yeah, look how quick I did it. I'm back in the gym six weeks postpartum, I'm going hard in the gym. And I'm just like, my body feels like shit. At six weeks, I still felt pain. And I was just like, am I lazy for not like, really being able to get in there and do it? Because I first of all, I feel way overwhelmed. It was my first baby. Pain was a pretty easy baby, but still and I'm like, my whole body I remember I remember a week, only seven days after I had the baby, I went and just like looked in the mirror at myself after I had had a baby and I just cried my eyes out. because I'm just like, oh, my body is ruined and like, it's never, it's never going to be good again. And like, I can't, I can't, I don't even want to talk about it. Like, I don't want to think about it because at this point, my whole body is ruined and that's it. And uh, it took, I, I don't know, I feel like I didn't feel good about my body after Peyton for over a year because I felt like a failure because I was eating pretty clean and mm. exercising and just still couldn't drop the weight. And I'm one of those people who they don't tell you anything about this, and I don't. I never knew anything about it until I started talking to other moms. But there are there are moms who, when they breastfeed, their body holds on to the fat that they need to make the milk. So, like, some people stay thick when they breastfeed. So, like, if you are breastfeeding and thinking, oh, I'm not getting skinny like everybody else, it's not – everybody doesn't. So, I really need somebody to clear that up and be a little bit more transparent about that. Because when you don't, you feel like a body failure. Like, oh, my body did not do the thing it's supposed to do where it's burning all these calories making milk so I should be thin as a rail.
0: Nope.
1: mm -mm, That's not for everyone it doesn't happen for everyone, and they should talk about that more, because that's really
0: Yeah, well, I mean, then you have that one blogger that's out here drinking, drinking SlimFast, so it's like, okay. Which is, is of what I'm supposed to be it's
1: just like, with my second, with, with Grayson, I was just like, I'm not doing it. I'm like, I'm not doing it, I'm gonna take it easy on myself, because being a mom is hard enough, I'm not gonna put my body through the ringer by hating it, and just You
0: know, no, I'm not doing it. I don't know. With CJ, I was exhausted. But with Liliana, I literally felt like I was hit by a train and then dragged down the road and then just airdropped into my bed. Like, that's how bad I felt for, like, the long—like, it took me so long to feel like everything was where it should be again. Oh, my gosh. I feel— like complete and total crap I'm almost positive my organs just fell out of my butt what is happening right now it was the exactly. worst for me so mm-hmm. even thinking about working out or trying to get because I'm like oh yeah you know I'm, I'm gonna get on my fitness and it's gonna be great and no it was not great wasn't great at all I overexerted myself in the very beginning trying to overdo it going back to school and everything else and then it just made my body worse, I feel like. And then on top of that, them adding the depot for the second time just skyrocketed. The depot Depo like, days were dark days for you, my friend. The depot was like, I mean, like the second go round wasn't as bad, I'd say. No, it, was mainly no, the it wasn't. It was sweating. The, but the that initial, the, problem. the first one,
1: wow. Like total hormone change, big time. Big time. Where it's like, woo, my girl is spicy today. Goodness gracious, what's happening? Like, don't make her mad because she is spicy. Yeah,
0: Yeah, you were real spicy. My my hormones were. And like the crazy part is every girl that I've talked to that have the same like hormonal craziness that happened to them, they all say the same thing. Like I... Did not realize it until after I was off of it, and then everyone around me was like, "You were a monster!" Like, <laughs> right? A real I terrorist. Am so glad that you are done with that. You're just looking like, "What? What are you talking about? Like, I don't remember any of that. Like, it's a complete and total blackout for you. Like, you're just like, "What's going on? You, like, huh? I did what now? And it's like, oh, I'm so goodness sorry. <laughs> it's like, oh yeah, girl. Like, you was really on one. On like, the, the middle, second was, like, time, got amnesia." It. It was just sweaty, just sweats, McGee, all the time. So it was wrong. the absolute worst.
1: Anybody who's been on birth control knows that it not only can like alter your body, but also your mood in the weirdest way. Like, I, I don't know. I'm glad to be off of it. I know it serves its purpose, you know, when you need it, and I, you know, support people. Who yeah, it, not fun. But
0: I feel like they need to at least like kind of educate people more on, um on yeah. um, what honestly
1: i feel like they need to regulate it a little better too like i'm sure that there's plenty of research that goes to into it i'm not a scientist obviously i know that but i sometimes i feel like some of that stuff kind of gets rushed out and i they definitely could stand and do a little bit more research on some of that stuff because it it messes up a lot of people and it's not you know it's not just us a lot of people are just like yeah uh, birth control wrecked me so I wish they would do a little bit more. I wish they would care a little bit more about it, but I kind of feel like it's one of those things where it's like, ah, women, we don't care.
0: So When you get it young, like, obviously, you're young, you're fertile, whatever. Like, you find one that works with whatever you're trying to get it for. But, like, I feel like they should let you know, like, hey, you know, if you are trying to have a child or whatever, you should probably start trying to wean your body off of it. Once you get into a serious relationship or whatever, as soon as possible, because it's probably going to mess you up and you're going to have to regulate yourself. Yeah.
1: And well, and I don't they just give you I mean, think about think about when we were teenagers, honestly, and we were on the pill. Think about how they how they were like they asked you if you wanted the pill. You said yeah or no. And then they would give you a prescription for a full year of the of the pill, no education at all. Whatever little info was in the packet, like that's the info you got. Like, right, nobody um, ever nobody so... ever read that. you just you just start taking the pill. But they don't they don't teach you anything about it.
0: Yeah, no, it's just like here's this pill, it's gonna help with your acne and not getting pregnant and it might regulate your period some. You're welcome. Right
1: and that's true yeah they definitely sell you on the skin aspect and like all the other stuff but they don't tell you like hey this could really mess you up
0: yeah like and i feel like that's the thing because that's mainly like with younger girls that's what i hear the most is like oh you know i want to start birth control because of my acne or because of my period blah blah blah, blah. it's supposed to help with yada 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 and it's like yes while it will some pills will help you with that be careful with which ones they're getting because you can end up like me with Season and then, you know, be bleeding for half your life.
1: Oh my goodness, that Season was so ridiculous. I'm like, damn, the girl's supposed to be getting her period four times a year. I feel like she's on her period four times a month.
0: Right, I'm like, bruh, like, this is not gonna work for me. I need you to, I need this to stop. And then it finally stopped, but then my hormones were all over the place. So I'm like, okay, like, I need to get off of this. And then, once again, with every friggin' two weeks bleeding for six months. But then
1: that's like they gave me low estrin and that's the one that ended up putting me in the hospital. I had to get that uh, DNC because I was on my period thirty thirty one 31 days. Yeah, like, just it's ridiculous. To them. It's not great. I'll tell you that. It is not great. I just feel like young girls don't get the education at all. It's kind of just like we get paid by this birth control company to pump this at you. So we're going to do it.
0: Right, and I feel like it's like, oh, well, they're young, whatever, they'll figure it out. It's like, yeah, but those young girls turn into adult, older women who then have to go to the doctor or make these decisions or have medical issues in the future. Like, we should probably be talking to them a little more about what they're pumping in their bodies. Right. Obviously, birth control is great because you know we don't want accidents. Even though, but I'm just saying, like a little bit, a little bit of.
1: Yeah, but a little education kind of goes a long way. I think. I think it. Really- I mean, yeah. I need to know
0: what I'm putting in my body, though. Like, because you telling me, like, oh yeah, you're not going to get pregnant. You're going to have great skin, and your periods are going to be few and far between. Obviously, any teenage girl is going to be like, what? Well, Sign me up! Like, I want that right right now. Not thinking Please. like, oh hey, I'm going to have to regulate my period again. I'm going to have to figure out my cycle again. My body might not like this, like I think it is. I might clot. So on and so forth. Like there's so many things that can go wrong with birth control or that happen to your body and you don't even realize that it's happening to you because it's just kind of a silent changer. Right. I feel like I, I think I'm the only one that struggles with ageism, or not You're not really yeah. like an ageism person. It's not really like no. your thing.
1: No, it's not. I don't, um, I really don't care about being older. I really don't. I, uh, it does not bother me. Sometimes every once in a while, I'm just like, man, I wish I was a little bit further off because it seems like people my age are kind of like a little bit further off. But that that goes right back into like comparing. And I really try not to get into that either. Like, I I feel better about everything when I don't spend a lot of time comparing myself. So I just, I really try not to, man. I really do. Because I don't, I don't like how it makes me feel. So I work hard to not even bother with it, but like my age, I feel like like my age, I think I try not, my age doesn't bother me because I can't change it. Like my body, if I'm just like, Oh, I wish I was a little thinner or, you know, I, you know, a little bit more snatched or whatever, like my age, what can I do about that? (laughs) Like, I literally can't do anything about it. What is the point in me being upset about being older when there's literally nothing I can do?
0: Uh, I feel like for me, it was more so about like, oh, all the, I feel like because Instagram and all that stuff kind of like plays on the emotion of look at what these young, vibrant people are doing. They're buying homes. They're doing this. They're doing that at 22. And here you are 30 something just still figuring it out. And it's like, damn, like, am I behind? Like, am I going to die before this before this happens for me.
1: But everybody, I mean, and I know it's annoying, everybody has their own timeline, but at the same time, you also don't know how those people were set up. Like, you know, some people really have a lot of help and some people don't. You know, some people just get rich young and that's it. Whatever, but some people really do have a pretty solid leg up, you know? So it's like hard to really let that get to me when it's like, I don't know how they started off. I have no idea. Um
0: i think for me because i'm such a planner and in my life well i mean you know because we've been friends for how long i had like a whole life book like i had everything planned out from a to z on what i was gonna have up till 25 so for me to not have half of that stuff now it's just like dang like my planning sucked. but it's not even really planning it's more so just circumstance in your situation really and truly yeah. is all it is is how what cards you were dealt in life and obviously i wasn't dealt i wasn't like living on the streets or anything but like i didn't exactly have either easy and i was also a very young mom so yeah it's, yeah for it's sure a lot a young mom and a young wife i mean I yeah really you did you like did get married young 23 is very very young you're still figuring things out in your situation i mean we still figuring stuff out now so i'm still trying to figure out if i like him half the time or not but (laughs) i feel like getting married really young and like making if you grow up in that because there are some people like you got the pages of the world who like you know she found her man and they was together since you know forever and they had their baby they got married and they're fine but then for me like i just I don't know. I had a, I wanted to get married young and have kids young and all that because I wanted to be like a younger mom, blah blah blah. But then it's also perpetuated as it's going to be this great thing because you're so young and vibrant and blah blah blah. And it's like, mm, yeah, but they don't tell you about the hardships that are going to come with that if you're not making certain decisions in your you know life towards that. Obviously, you're not going to reach the goals that you want if you didn't have like a full on goals. In your relationship conversation. Like if that wasn't like a thing that I mean, we kinda did, but like I feel like it went in one ear and out the other. But for me, ageism is just really like feeling like dang, like I'm really I'm old, bitch. Like by the time I finally like, get all this stuff together, I'm gonna be too old to enjoy it. But like I mean, I'm I'll be thirty. But honestly,
1: that's only an Instagram world. Like in the regular world, that's normal.
0: Like I mean, I, like I mean, the more I look into it, yeah. Like I mean, well, you got Rage Moon, um, who's forty and she's gorgeous and is great in fashion. You got Icon Accidental. Like I felt fo- like for me, I follow other older bloggers, and I'm like, oh my god, you guys are just doing. You are killing it, girl. Like you are doing the most, getting your life. And then me, I'm just like, oh my god, you're such a flag. Like you're gonna die old 10, dead.
1: Just crazy stuff, like. And I feel like when I was, when I was working in corporate world and I was frigging 25 years old in a kind of position that was for somebody much older than me, I, I felt the pressure of that grind on my back every single day where it's just like, when your company is a huge company and they have like a mega sales goal and you're a young person and they're just like, listen, this is the goal, work as much as you need to, to meet the goal go hard and be rewarded with weekends off and holidays off and company trips that are high end and amazing like flights from Orlando to Fort Lauderdale for no reason just like that kind of stuff but i don't know now i'm about to be 35 years old i'm like bro i have lived that life i have gone hard in that corporate hustle i don't want to be bothered with that i i don't know i've had like some people's version of what success is and now i'm like all right cool like i kind of want to build a brand and build something that I can really give to my kids like some kind of something to give to my kids so I do feel I do feel a certain pressure but it doesn't have anything to do with my age it's just you know my goals in general
0: I feel like I have I mean I think I think that's where it like mainly comes from for me it's like just knowing that I don't want to forever work for someone like I don't want to consistently forever have a boss that like some people love it some people want that vibe forever that's just not me I need something that's more structured to my schedule and something that I actually like enjoy like I mean I, I'm good at my job you know it makes decent money but it's not where I want to be you know forever it's not it's not even what I wanted to do for a career in general it's just kind of I just kind of fell into it when i you know, finish cosmetology school or whatever and realize that hair and nails just weren't my C's. Like, I like getting them done, don't like doing them for people. So, that was out for me. So, ah,
1: that's me in culinary school where I'm like, oh, I love cooking. I should do this for a job. And I'm just like, no, nah, I actually hate being in a tiny, cramped, hot kitchen that's male dominated where they treat me like I'm stupid, even though I'm as good as them. So, yeah, I don't love this at all. And then um, I started working at ralph warren part-time during the holidays and they try to make me a door greeter and i had to go to my manager and let him know listen i love fashion i have good taste i need to do a job that's not this i'll even work in the stock room if i can work my way up to something that's not this um and i was in retail for such a long time and i i'm like okay i'm passionate about fashion and i love clothes but this is not really the way that i want to do this even though like I liked merchandising. I really did. I liked uh, being on a visual team and doing that. But there's so much more that I really want to do in the context of, like, my own style. And so I understand the whole, like, I want to do something cool, but on my own time. I don't want to be on someone else's clock doing whatever. So no, I 100% understand what you're saying. I feel like
0: also when you surround yourself with a bunch of what you are not, it just makes it worse. So like obviously yeah. I can't go back to 25. That's never going to happen. You know, we don't, I don't want to have time machines not. that we know of. The best,
1: mm, I didn't make a lot of wonderful decisions at 25, so I think I'll be okay if I'm not 25.
0: Anyway, I feel like my ageism comes from my ageism towards myself comes from being so young and getting married and then just cutting everything just going straight from like single and doing my thing and hanging out to married kids husband house stuff you know work very young
1: so there's not a lot of uh time to get to know yourself and be Mm
0: -hmm. rude and right the sirens are gonna be rude all right we'll let them go bye all right. Yeah. It's being rude. Anyway.
1: But yeah, I feel like that age, I, I mean, you're right when you say that some people, uh, you know, they're, they get married young and it's fine and it's true, but it's like a pivotal coming of age time where you are getting to know yourself and what you like and who you are, what kind of person you are and what your interests are. So it's kind of crazy to add a spouse and kids and the responsibility of that life onto being 23 years old.
0: Um, Yeah, especially when you don't really know, you don't even really know yourself, I feel at 23. I feel like you really start finding yourself at like 25. You start finding, you know, what you want in life, how many kids you want, what kind of house you want, what kind of man you want, you know, the body you want, the career you want, all that kind of, you come into your own around that time. And for me, I
1: I feel like I came into my own two years ago when I had Peyton, I had my baby at 30 years old. So I had already lived a full life before I had him. I had done so many things to where I was just like, oh, okay. um, Surprise baby. Great. I didn't think I could have baby. So I was just living my life, you know, in that way. And then boom, you're pregnant. And it's like, oh, um, Okay. So I I feel like I did a lot of growing over the last two years. So it's like, don't feel bad if you're coming into your your own late because that's me. I'm coming into my own super late. So, you know, I feel like I'm always asking you stuff. So it's like, I get that you have some goals that you want to reach, but being hard on yourself isn't going to make it go any faster. And that's why I always try to get you to extend yourself some grace because you're just going to stress yourself out and then you. You'll look back once you've made it to where you are, but you'll be so grumpy because the whole process was just so grueling. I mean, I let me tell you, when I, I just like I said earlier in the pod, like when I first had Peyton, I had to unfollow so many accounts because I was like, holy crap, my body did not snap back. I feel terrible about myself,
0: and uh, well, yeah, around, when you were freaking out about breastfeeding and not losing weight, I'm like, that's not everybody though. Like, I didn't just but, lose weight when I was breastfeeding. What are you talking all about? You
1: see, so until I got into some mom groups and talking to some other moms and having some conversations, I was kind of suffering in silence because I felt like I was this failure whose body wasn't doing what it was supposed to do. Because everybody makes it seem like you're just gonna breastfeed and drop all the weight you gained when you were pregnant.
0: Right, which isn't which is stupid anyway because it's like okay, everyone's different, everyone's baby is different, everyone's baby's size is different, everyone's body is different, like everything is different. So, you can't not even to go by, my yeah, girl, pop your baby on your boob and you just gonna drop it all. It's like, no, that's not how that works for everyone, okay? Like, that is not my everybody's kids are story. Giants. My kids and were small was... and I still gained weight with two of them. Lily Brianna was the only one that I like really. I dropped way more weight than I wanted to with Brigada. I don't even know how. I feel like oh, that was mainly but because I, mean, I was mainly I were also working.
1: Well, I was about to say, you were working with a teenager's metabolism. Are you kidding?
0: Yeah, like, no, I was like tiny, I and mean, I was still working. We were still, like, active and stuff. So, like, yeah. Like, when did I have Liliana? Liliana was my last one. She's six. I'll be 35. So, I don't know why I had her at, like, 29. But, I mean, still, like, you running into your 30s. The older you get, and the more babies you have, the more the more weight you're gonna gain anyway.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: But like the snapback is always different for someone who's eighteen versus someone who's freaking twenty five or thirty five.
1: But also, like, can we just fuck the snapback? Like, leave moms alone. The pressure the most- to be
0: a freaking beautiful girl next door mom three minutes after you gave birth is just such bullshit okay like but
1: also while you're
0: pregnant
1: while you're pregnant right you pregnant gotta be
0: growing and gorgeous they want you to be fit everywhere but the belly it's like man so first of all who is running around 112 pounds but they got this giant baby on them nobody wants that. right not your pressure. body is supposed to spread your body is supposed to get larger to accommodate the human in your body like
1: right and every it's baby's just knees
0: natural, are but
1: I gained I gained almost forty pounds with Peyton. I gained about thirty seven pounds with Grayson. I only gained exactly him ten pounds of baby, ten pounds of water.
0: They gained like fifty pounds with blue uh, So there, it it's all different, and it all differs. Everything is different, but I feel like for me, it's like oh, well, I'm. I'm this age now, and like I have to figure this out, and blah blah blah. And maybe, maybe I'm not getting where I want to be because people aren't resonating with me because I'm like, I don't know.
1: Mm -hmm. That's
0: just what I'm trying to like work on in my, you know, but I told you straight up, I was like, you're from the wrong
1: demographic of people, so I tag you and all of the people that are our age that are normal and cool. And dress cool. I'm like, now I'm gonna keep sending these to her to reinforce the fact that like what you're looking at is just the bubble of what you're following.
0: Well yeah, because I'm also following like four foot two hundred and twelve pound blonde girls and we have absolutely, you know, nothing in common. They ain't got no kids. They just out here doing their own thing. And I'm just like, Well, why am I mind? it's like girl, well, y'all don't have the same nothing. Y'all don't have nothing in common. There's nothing for you to hold on to or compare to because you're not the same
1: and you're also just in different stages of life you can you can follow all sorts of content just don't follow stuff that makes you feel crappy
0: and i feel like that was my thing it was mainly like if it makes me feel like if when i scroll down and i see it and i'm just like then it's like okay like this might not be the account for you to follow right now because clearly emotionally you can't handle it because you're doing too much comparison in everything that you do right now. In everything that's when you I was do. having
1: a really hard time in my marriage, it was really and I was really trying and in therapy and like trying really hard and getting no feedback. I I was having a really hard time following um I really love that are just happy families. It just it, it kinda hurt me to see them. I'm back following them now because I feel like I'm in a much better place, but at that time everything just kind of felt so rough and shitty. I couldn't follow those
0: accounts. That's me currently with like, cause I just feel like we're on a different. I'm with everything that I've got going on, we are obviously like, I'm figuring out who I am and what I want and all that thing, all that jazz. So, like, for me, yeah, I had to stop following a couple accounts where I'm like, I love these accounts, but I'm just gonna have to. Well, I didn't unfollow them, I muted them. I just, I'm just like, I have to mute you for now because like, this is making me sad. Like, this is not. Mm-hmm. It's not making me happy and it's not you. I'm happy for you. That's great. But like right now this is making me feel like real shit and like I have to like not look at it.
1: And that's the thing. I love to see people in love. Like anybody who knows me knows. I'm real sappy. I love to see people. We watch in love. all those
0: corny Hallmark movies every year for all Christmas. So good. I know. I know.
1: The, and you know it's the same every time workaholic woman comes home from the big city to her small town home hot new man moves in town for whatever reason they're gonna fall in love and they're gonna be happily ever after and that's gonna be the movie and you're gonna be crying at them
0: that's it or she's like running from a dad relationship or her man left her or something and so she's in this town finding herself and then the man finds her it's it's great. And then she Susan, tries to be, be guarded place. and he's
1: just like, you can love me because I'm going to love you back. It's, I mean, it's everything that you need at the holidays. Honestly, like the cheesiest, cozy sweater. Those
0: on regular days.
1: Listen, I'm watching right now um, Emily in Paris on Netflix. It is just cheesy. And I need to, to watch perfect. It is perfect. First you know what all, you should
0: Patricia. watch? Falling in Love. Okay. So cute. It's got Christina uh, Milian in it and I don't know who that man is, but he is going, okay? so point and i think he has an accent oh, too is he's that is record?
1: it that falling in love where they're in the yes. hotel girl I yeah girl TV. i watched that tv movie and he is very hot So he's attractive.
0: very hot i'm sorry oh, yeah oh, i'm falling yeah. in love
1: <laughs> same right like can i fall in love with you because man but no emily and paris is good also patricia field did the wardrobe and so there's so much good like chanel bags and louboutin like oh my goodness the fashion and the handbags are and also for, can so we just
0: money. um take a moment for the women that we grew up with like singing like singers and stuff like that whom are actually they are also coming into like their primes and stuff because uh <clears throat> christina Milian, she got her man they got she just had a baby, I think. I think I just had a baby or whatever. Like she got her little family, her little. Cassie little decided to saying. give up on the
1: bullshit and finally get her, get her life.
0: And right, her. ten years, bro. Ten years with you, and I got with this man for how long? And he already wanted to wife it and pop kids in me and everything else, and you was just like over here playing games, okay?
1: The whole time, and but then you also had like a brief siesta where you went and had a baby with your baby mama. Who, when she died, you were like, oh, you were all my always my only love,
0: right? And you're just looking with the blinky eyes, like, excuse me. Like, wait, you have a whole life hell. Life. Look at Sierra. Mm-hmm. She got her mm-hmm. cute, adorable family clown on him, even mm-hmm. though he's an actual grown man about his business and his family. Even his stepson, who's not even his real son, he treats him like he is his son. So You
1: know you can't say anything bad about him to me. Like I'm not hearing any negative Russell Williams talk, Wilson, Wilson talk. I won't hear it.
0: I just, normalize men that want to be family men, okay? Mm -hmm.
1: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Clap, clap to the active
0: stepdads for sure. Like, actual family men, because there's a difference in, like, you being there. Sure. (laughs) Anyway. There's a difference. I'm sitting on my porch, if anyone was wondering. I'm on my balcony, trying to enjoy a quiet podcast (laughs) moment while my children are probably tearing up my house right now. But now everybody outside wants to act up today. But yeah, like, um, you being there, like, you being a physical being in the home is not you parenting. Like, I just want people to know, like, you just being there Mm -mm. and being a a voice there is not you being a parent. No, and
1: being a body in the building, that's
0: not helpful. Right, that's just you being a body. That's just one more thing for me to step over whilst I'm cleaning. Like, no thank you
1: yeah because you're also not doing that so what i don't know
0: i just feel like people give too much credit to men men for doing the bare bare minimum
1: listen i heard a lady give my ex-husband some praise for changing a diaper oh look at you you changed diapers and i couldn't believe my ears I'm like not once
0: has anybody been like, Good job, mom, good job for right. diapers High five five mom for breastfeeding. <laughs> you stop eating your meal to feed your child. High five to you, mom. Instead it's like, what? He spoons some mashed potatoes in that baby's mouth. Where the fuck is the father of the year award? Somebody hand over yeah. right the hell hey. out.
1: Hey bitches, throw this man a parade. He just fed his baby.
0: Oh my god, he's parenting parenting award number one right over here okay it's like no 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 even
1: i fall into that trap sometimes because on dating apps and when i see these dads and their pictures with their kids doing stuff i'm like oh my goodness look at these dads look at them being so cute with their kids and then i have to snap back into it like bitch they're dads they should be doing that shit with their kids like why are you impressed that they're at universal with their kids in the picture
0: but, I mean it but, is impressive when they're single dads I do <clears throat> appreciate that they because they're that they're does them. take a lot I get
1: full props to single dads
0: being a single mom myself at a young age and then seeing some of these dads out here that legitimately have multiple children not just one and sometimes they have them when they're like birth or super young so they have to like literally figure it out
1: and yeah, they're just
0: um, like yeah you know I'm a dad I'm a single dad I'm I, out here I doing went out with being someone a dad
1: has twins and he is just like yeah you know I've done it all for them since the beginning
0: twins but we're out here praising men in the home who are is there every night but you're like uh sir do you not hear the baby crying in the other room oh you do you just wanted me to go okay got you cool cool cool. thanks so much for that oh you handed me the the bottle on the nightstand (laughs) oh thank you all right
1: or I would find myself in this weird habit of like thanking you for doing like basic household things where I would come home in the kitchen would be like kind of clean and I'm like, oh thank you so much for cleaning the kitchen. I really appreciate it. But I'm just like what like no one ever says that Girl, there are this men me. out
0: here legitimately like, don't even wake your mom up. Okay. I'm gonna take my children, get them dressed, we gonna go out, get some breakfast, we're gonna come back. And when mom wakes up she can get her breakfast and then we're gonna start this day. Okay. Like, actually, I don't have to ask you to do nothing. You don't gotta ask me where X, Y, and Z is. Like, you just figure it out, and you let they letting them sleep in. And I'm like, wait, what now?
1: A whole-ass <laughs> partner, because moms need sleep, too. And I don't know how many times I have to say this to men out loud. If your wife is happy, she will give you sex unlimited. Why do I have to just happy wife, happy life is not a myth. Like, Right. At least I know for me, obviously, that's not for everyone if you're asexual or, you know, whatever, like, whatever. Okay, I get it. But for me, personally, happy wife, happy life. If you're doing what I need you to do, I'm going to make sure I'm doing everything I to do. Everything.
0: Right, I'm not, okay? I don't want to have sex with you. If I also have to bathe the children, put them in bed, go get them water, and then clean the dishes off the table. Like, I don't want. I don't want to do you after that. Like I have absolutely no desire for the any of that.
1: I do every single Please one of
0: those.
1: No. one of those things right now is a single mom. So with a partner, I just don't see
0: it. Right? Like, wh- why are you here, sir? Like, what are we? What are we doing? If you're just, you know, doing, I don't know, you <laughs> essentially, like. Right, just chilling in the cut. Like, yeah, you know, I'm just doing me. I gave you these kids; you welcome. You got it. You got it, homegirl. Same You got it to me.
1: And then to put the icing on the offensive ass cake, you want half half of the bill money?
0: Right. And then you're just looking like, okay, so wait, hold up, let me back up. You want me to birth the kids, rear the kids, clean the house, cook meals be a supermodel sex freak in the bedroom, and then on top of that, you want me to go to work and pay half these bills? I don't see it. Okay. I
1: don't see it. Because, like, what's in it for for me? Again?
0: (laughs) His company, girl, what you mean? (laughs) His company, okay? You got you a partner, for life I don't want that. But it's a partner for life. Half. It's a guaranteed half of your bill paid every every month. For the rest of your life. I get a roommate. If that's the case. I mean, but you're not sleeping with your roommate, though you don't have an intimate connection with your roommate. <laughs> nah, I
1: might. <laughs>
0: you can't you can't have benefit. If your roommate died, you wouldn't get life insurance from said roommate.
1: Secure so your own bag. <laughs> Get you won't be able to
0: file jointly on your taxes with your roommate
1: hashtag file your own taxes
0: <laughs> <laughs> who's gonna buy you Christmas gifts your roommate's Me? not gonna be out here cashing out on you
1: actually that's not true roommates that I've had I've done friends giving with roommates I've done, you know, gift exchanges with roommates and roommates. coworkers.
0: All right. Ooh. Well, so how are we going to how are we going to end this? We have to end it on pause. I'm going gonna,
1: I'm gonna to say this. You and I know it sounds annoying. I know it sounds like a Instagram meme. But listen, you have one life and one body. You can really spend your whole time hating your body and in yourself and your life and like being critical of yourself and not showing yourself any grace but you're just gonna waste a lot of your own time and honestly i really feel like the flowers in your brain don't grow if you're talking to them not nice so do push yourself but do it in a way where you're kind to yourself because honestly if you wouldn't say the stuff that you say about your body and yourself to your friends then you shouldn't be saying it to yourself either so that's what that's what I'm going to say. I'm going to say be a little bit nicer to yourself. Improve on the things that you want to improve on. And, you know, don't let the rest bring you down so far that instead of motivating you, it's depressing you.
0: I'm just going to say, eat the snacks, sis. You know? <laughs> just eat them. You know, you want to. You're going to be thinking about it. You're going to be mad if you didn't. You're going to be mad if you do. So, like, just do it. Just eat the snacks, sis. Just be happy in that moment. I want to, you know what I want to feel? I want to be as happy as you are in the moment where you're, like, in the pantry just really enjoying that delicious piece of cake that you've been thinking about all day. And the kids just finally sleep, and you hide hiding, and you eating that snack. <clears throat> That's how happy no, no, I want to right feel.
1: Now. The best feeling is when you go to Chili's, being a basic ass bitch, because obviously it's not (laughs) high in Mexican cuisine, but I'm going to tell you right now, Chili's hits, okay? I don't want to hear no shit from nobody. But when you go to Chili's, and you order fajitas, and you hear that sizzling sound, and Uh they start coming towards your table, and then they they open up that um, tray holder thing, because you know your plate is big as hell and about to go down sizzling in front of the table, being all extra. That's, like, I want you to be that excited when you look at yourself and when you talk about your life, as you would be when you see that sizzling fajitas coming at you at Chili's. So, you know, Pre- love yourself. That's it. Love yourself. Because that's what you got to do.
0: We'll work on it, sis. We'll work on it. That's
1: all you can do. All right, I'm well, you guys. Dinner. This has been Bestie Chat. She's got to go cook dinner, and I got to go get ready for bedtime. So, later,
0: bedtime. y'all thanks for joining me this week on the awkward mob stage podcast while you're at it if you're enjoying the show i'd appreciate it so much if you rate the show on spotify or anchor or share the podcast with a friend don't forget to subscribe to the podcast so you don't miss an episode and make sure to give the podcast a follow on instagram and facebook so you're always up to date on the latest news and the next episode as always be sure to tune in next wednesday for a new episode Happy hump day!